Energy, awake, it is not half past ten. Welcome to the About Effing Time podcast. You're here with myself, Adrian, Mr. George Bamford, and Mr. George Bamford too. (laughs) Marco from Swiss Watch Gang. I hope you're listening. I'm coming for you. Mr. Andrew McCutcheon. How are you guys doing? You well? Really good, really good. Pretty good. Yeah. Good, to be, good to be here. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Adrian? Today, this is part two of our- Part deux. Part deux of deux. our awards. Deux. The Community Choice Awards. These are the awards that are the most, oh, I can't stress enough, the most important watch awards in the world. This is the awards given by you guys, the listeners, the consumers, the actual buyers, the people who put their hands in their pockets and buy the watches with your own hard-earned cash, not industry insiders judging people who pay their salaries. So <laughs> That was very BBC. <laughs> not industry insiders who pay their salaries. Beautiful. Uh, but first off, we need to find out what's on our wrists. So, uh, George... Mr. George Bamford, what do you have your on your wrist? Your hair's so blonde, George. He looks like River fucking Phoenix right now. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, it's long your, your and looking, floppy. No, nah, it looks pretty it's cool. blonde. He's kind of rock star. Uh, um, I have got on my wrist, um, yes, okay, I'm going to be kind of a little bit boring. I've got the Tag Heuer Skipper glass box. Um, when this came out, I just went, I've got to, I've got to grab it. And I just love the glass box. Love those colours. And I love this size of the case and the skipper I just thought was absolutely amazing. So for me, this is something that I know that everyone's probably heard that I've talked about multiple times, but it was so nice to kind of put it back on my wrist. It was one of those things where I was like, Christ, I've got to find something that's kind of different and something that's of this year that's a new launch. And so I thought this was a good one to kind of bring to bring to this gun show. Awesome. Andrew, what have you got? Uh, I've run out of time. I was going to change. I've got the Big Bang 42 Unico in white ceramic, and I was going to change Look it. Look at you fancy pants. I know, but I was going to change it onto this strap, which is like a khaki leather strap, um, and I was going to change it from the white rubber to that, but I ran out of time. So just to just picture it on khaki leather rubber underneath. Uh, what are you doing, Adrian? Trying to find some more watches. <laughs> <laughs> Just double up. Um, so that's what I'm wearing. Big Bang Unico 42 white ceramic on green leather, which looks better than mm. it sounds. Killer watch. Killer watch. So I'm wearing my IWC Mark 20 again Boom. because it's a fucking sick watch on a Bark and Jack NATO strap. Uh, yeah. What's the much name of the NATO? Like, and, and also tell me about the process of naming your NATOs. Do you sit there with a, a thesaurus and like a bottle of whiskey and wait till something happens? I know it, it often comes very, very quickly um, with them because I'm, I'm often not that adventurous. But with the grey, I just it should just be called grey um, because it's, <laughs> it, it's CB CB grey Captain Boring grey. It's all oh, right, cool. That's going to be the next one. It's, I've, <laughs> CB I've, I've I've got new greys coming out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> new, good new shades. I've currently got three three or four shades of grey. <laughs> Do you know I love the colour. Um, descriptions that Nike have on their trainers. Their description of color is so much cooler than anyone else. Give us some is examples. Yeah, um, I'm just going on their website now. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I've I'll, I've got some that are. It's it's not tan. It's like straw tan. Yeah, Asics used to have the Nimbus because it felt as soft as a cloud. I always like that. Not a color though. 
Mm. What are we doing today? To find- While George um, scrolls a website, which is potentially the, the sexiest thing you can do in a podcast, like just be scrolling a website, but. Well, you asked me to kind of give you a, <laughs> give you a like, a, hey, this is the c- colours c- that we're on, talking. Come on, ladies, put your fucking handbags away. So- <laughs> oh, no, I've got mine out. Handbags are essential for this I've episode. got the colour. So they've got this wonderful <laughs> pair of um, Infinity Gore-Tex trainers, but they've just called it. So the colours are Deep Jungle, Good oh, Teal. Deep Jungle's red. Sounds like a genre of music. I, and you're just like, that's cool. And they've got a pair of white trainers and they've called it sea glass, blue tint, orange and purple ink. I'm getting visuals. I'm getting strong visuals. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm getting strong no, visuals. No, but, but don't, I'm just like, these guys, <laughs> these guys must spend ages thinking up these colours because they're so fucking cool. That's that's an ayahuasca team retreat, that is. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, Adrian, <laughs> so, what are we talking What are we doing, Adrian? So today we are carrying on. This is part two. We are carrying on going through the categories. We're discussing the best watches of 2023, and we have broken them down into about effing time-styled categories. And the first category we're going to be talking about today is watches on food, meaning oh, best dress watch off. for going out to dinner. And can I re- just can I just give you guys a bit of love that's just not love at all? Be, be, be quick about it. I'll be quick, but like the whole watches on food thing, where you guys thought it'd be really funny just to get the whole industry, like fucking everyone you know, to tag me in food shots. It's happened. I get that's about five people. But between <laughs> no, no joke, at least five times a month I get tagged in food, and it enrages me. No, not not that often. But anyway, I, I seem to be like when any ever there's food around to watch, someone will be like, "Oh, hey, Andrew McCutcheon, your favourite," and it's like the joke is worn so thin. But anyway, there's a category now on the Community Choice Awards. So, so Andrew, after that rambling, what's your choice? <laughs> I love Adrian as the host because it's just like he cuts through the bullshit. Uh, it's a Grand Seiko on the GS. Like the, the there's a new Grand Seiko case with no date, and it is. Do you remember the one Pietro was wearing in steel? Pietro's the watch that he wore. There's now that in gold with the the sort of the tawny engraved dial. That's my favorite dress watch. I think maybe of all time. I I should have looked up the reference number, but it's a gold Grand Seiko dress watch, no date, super clean and elegant, and then this really lovely textured dial that kind of looks like a lion's mane or something. I think that's one of the names for it, but that's my choice. I think Grand Seiko do dress watches. They're so slim. They're slightly curved on the wrist. That That's what Grand Seiko do best, in my opinion, not sports watches. So you can keep your white birch. Keep your snowflake. I want this dress watch. That's my choice. Completely agree with you. Spring Drive Classic that is the um, SBGD202. Could be. Uh, has yeah. it got that textured dial, the beautiful textured Te- dial? Textured black and black dial. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a gangster one. You can tell that I've Googled that whilst he's been talking. <laughs> Just to kind of prove that's that Google actually watch. works. Yeah. Right, George, what's, what's your choice? Piaget Black Tie. Oh, honestly, no. honestly, that that drops the mic. I loved how they launched it. I loved everything about it. It is an unsung hero of, of this year, and I think it is one of those watches that on a, just can destroy every other thing because not many people have it. I did not see. I actually I saw one in Dubai Watch Week. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
So for me, that was the that was the thing. Adrian, what's yours? So my choice is going to be one that I've just recently seen and a watch that I'm absolutely obsessed with. It's a Chopard LUC Strike One in uh, oh, yeah. white gold with this. Uh, the, the press images are shit. It, 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 the, the dial is a very subdued grey, and so I think this would be a great dress watch because it'd be so versatile. But I, I, I think it's it's one of those cool talking pieces. You could imagine being at a dinner with someone and someone's spying this across the room and it'd be a, a really nice talking piece. You could talk about the, the technicalities of it and, and how great it is that how great, <laughs> how, how interesting gray on gray on gray oh is and, and how it works. So that yeah. I'm obsessed. I with would watch. not like to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> no, no. Spare me. Hey, oh um, now we're talking about gray. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the next subject, Adrian? <laughs> so, best micro brand or indie? Best, best B Y O I. Yeah, best B Y O I. Can I be Andrew? Um, uh, no. Should you underdog Andrew? No. Uh, I'm sorry, really? I'm not should as predictable you, uh, as you, George. Mate, my fingers are wrapping around. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up my handbag again, George. Let's not do this. <laughs> this is like. <laughs> my choice for the, the winner of this year is Anodane because. They reached a level this year of demand where people are ordering watches and they're getting an email back saying, fantastic, your order has been received. You have been put into the, uh, the what, there's a name that they had for it where you, oh, you have a build spot. Congratulations, you've been allocated a build spot. Your watch will be um, ready in 2076. Uh, so, Anodane have just reached such a level of, of desirability and notoriety now in the micro brand world that people are prepared to wait longer than they would wait for just about anything on earth, I think. So, I, I feel that this is Anne Ordain's year. I'm so impressed with the way that they have built the story of enamel and grand fur and all of these techniques. It's just an Anne Ordain year for me. They're the winner. Totally cool. agree. I think, I think you... you yes. Kind of- so, um, I'm going to go with uh, UK again, but, but significantly larger, um, and I hope this fits the bill. Christopher Ward, oh yeah, who who have recently won GPHG, um, and I'd, what what I love, I'd, although ironically, what what they won GPHG with, I, I don't agree they should be doing, but I love how this is such a the young Belcanto brand. Is what they won it with the, the Belcanto, sorry, yeah, mm. um, but but what what I love that about them is is how they're just building really solid watches. Um, they're, they're flying the flag for British watchmaking, despite the fact that, that most of it's Swiss, but it's, it's a British watch brand. Um, and they are growing significantly. And I, I, I just think it's, it's just refreshing to see a solid value proposition. There's it, we're in an industry that's full of just sheer money making. Um, and, and I feel like these guys could be charging so much more for their product and, and they aren't. Um, and they're making something clearly good enough for the watch industry to to stick their their seal of approval on with the gphg so yeah props to uh, christopher wood nice um i think i think you're right and i think it's the british watchmakers coming into something different and i i, I totally agree with you I, I have think you got one george um i have got one uh but i was trying to figure out if it was this year or not because it's one of those watches that um so i i whilst you were talking I it's a brand it, it doesn't have to be a watch it could just be um, a- autodromo 
Um, okay. uh, for oh, right, me, yeah. I, I, I loved what they did with the Group uh, Group C uh, digital sports watch. Everyone pushed back on the price point on it, uh, £435. But if you look at some of the digital watches that have come through to uh, back in the day, I think he is very ballsy to come out with a digital watch today. I love the packaging. I like what he does. I like that it's keeping in his wheelhouse. It's like Brew and some of these other brands. They keep in a certain bracket. Nautodromo does an amazing thing unimatic exactly the same these brands fit into that world so i wanted to highlight him and he is such a gentleman he is someone that i've spent longer time and i know i can wax lyrical for ages but he is one of those guys that you know you can just chat and chat and chat and and you go on a voyage of discovery with so i think honestly he is he is a knockout brand cool nice one so the next one is uh, about effing time, big guns, mechanical and complicated badassery. So this is complicated watches that you think are kicking ass. Kick it off. So I'm going to have to go with, I, I, I kind of feel like this is a boring choice, but I, I, having shot this watch at Watches and Wonders, I think it's absolutely stunning. Um, and that's going to be the Vacheron Constantin Patrimony Retrograde um, oh. Day Date. Yes. with the salmon dial. Uh, yes. I, I like this for quite a few reasons, uh, but there's there's something about retrograde that I just find really satisfying. It's completely unnecessary. There's 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 so many ways of doing this complication of showing information by having a rotating disc and, and having a continuous movement in one direction. But I, I like the fact that this is a classy way of showing off a little bit of uh, watch-making creativity but it's also done in a very classy way because they haven't cluttered the dial. Um, we've got this beautiful, big salmon big, dial. juicy. With, with these little touches of, of, of blue mm. uh, for the dates and day. So uh, that would be my choice. Nice. Andrew, what have you got? I'm going to have to have a rare moment of agreement with uh, some existing award shows because the, the watch that clearly smashed everyone this year for badassery and complications was the Automar Piguet Universelle, which I was fortunate enough in January to spend some time with and hold and and play with. Uh, and the thing that really impresses me about the Universelle is that watches that like the, which is you know the most complicated wristwatch in the world and so on. The thing about it that's really different is that usually super complicated watches like the Grandmaster Chime, you feel stupid even trying to comprehend all of their functions you it just makes you feel uh intellectually inferior well it does me anyway the prospect of trying to set it would terrify you whereas one of the missions that uh francois benemias from ap set out to do with the universelle when they started developing it in 2016 seven years ago was they wanted to make it a the most complicated watch ever without a manual they wanted it to basically be something that was as easy to set as an intuitive smartwatch. So they their goal here, Adrian, was it was bizarre, but they said, we want this. This is a competitor to the smartwatch and to the, uh, the, the Apple watch because we want this to be as easy to set as, a, uh, as an object like that, as intuitive, as, as easy to set. So I found that really refreshing. And there's really cool icons on the side of the case for the repeater where it's got, you can turn the sound up and down and it's just got icons on it that you would expect from a digital object. And for something this complicated, it's surprisingly unthreatening and just really exciting to have on the wrist. So that's the winner. 
you've just dropped the mic on everyone um honestly how do you follow that i was trying to think about even things that amazed me and <sighs> i've got one this, i thought you would mention no, which is a tag no, I, I, I should, I should look at that. I, I actually, um, there was a watch that made me, and uh, this is Watch and Wonders, uh, or was it off? Yeah, it was Watch and Wonders, but is the Bulgari uh, Papillon, and for me, I love this. This is the black and this viper green center tourbillon watch, and it's uh, with a. Oh, that um, was the electric green, like super neon green. It was one of those watches that. Still, it's complicated. It's batshit crazy. It's one of those that I look at and I think, yeah, okay, this is still going in my head. Yes, I could say to you, there's so many other brands that are doing that, but that Bulgari, I was just like, yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting from Bulgari. The AP, yes, I expected. I expected them to bring something that was ultra complicated that would knock everyone out, out of the water. I'd imagine Pate. But this from Bulgari. It's super futuristic, neon, yeah, yeah matrixy green. It's really not what And you how expect. it tells the time Google is it. differently. And it's, it's, it's an Octo Romo stri Roma striking Papillon Torbion. Yeah, packing some heat. It's a mouthful in in a few words. Yeah. So, guys, the, the next category, we've got Legacy Watch Award. The watch, I really like this, the watch you'd like to pass down to future heirs. I've got a really in bizarre answer for this, actually. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I've, I've got a really boring answer. So, yeah, you go first. I went to Bobay this year with Marcus, which is this amazing oh. castle up in the sky. It's up in the mountains in a more remote part of Switzerland and across the valley there's another castle and that's Kari Vutalainen's castle and they sit opposite each other in this just stunning picturesque sound of music part of Switzerland and in this visit to the Beauvais um, castle he was describing to me this the story behind his collection called Sugar which literally has sugar granules on the dial and it's a very feminine very uh there's just something, but he said, oh, I made this for my daughters. And he told me a story about the inspiration behind the sugar collection because he says, oh, I call my all my daughters sugar and they all call me. It was just a beautiful father-daughter story and it just hit me in the feels. I'm like, I would love to give my daughters one of these watches each uh, at one point just as a pass down thing. And then because, you know. It's just I call my daughters. I oh, know he he calls his daughters sweetie, and therefore he made this watch sugar, which is sweet. And yeah, it's a tacky story. It's a it's a watch that's not very memorable. Otherwise, I mean, Bove only do a thousand watches a year. They have a hundred staff. It's a tiny company, but I thought that this that really got me. You know, so, sometimes when people tell you a story like that, you like just sticks in the mind. So. But I, but I love that you say that, that it's a tiny company, but Jesus Christ, it punches way above its weight. Oh, they had you know, multiple it, nominations. That They do it, amazing watches, yeah. It, I mean, really, it's it, it's one of those that you go, yeah, actually, that's it's jumping massively above its weight. So, mm -hmm. I, I think that it is one choice. of those. Um, wow. Because I got daughters, so me passing down a big... You know, traditional forty-two millimeter salmon dial <laughs> retrograde. I, I, I don't see my daughter saying thanks, Dad. Whereas this is kind of sweet, and I could potentially do one each um, if I sold my house. George, what's what's your choice? This is my problem: is that when you look at 
watches you want to hand down there's one or two you know you go you go ap you go royal oak you go vacheron 222 you go you know there's some Mm. wonderful watches that you just go hell yes there's a brand that i i'm i've kind of got a bit of a kind of i don't know the discovery of, of watches and clocks is um la epri uh 1839 okay yeah i saw their d-type um so the uh, jaguar d-type that they did um i was very lucky at gphg to judge on that i thought this was amazing um and it was one of the one of the um one of the clocks that i've absolutely fell in love with but there was another one that took it away from me and this is maison maison La, la, la chi or la che. Um, do have a look at it. You make it yourself. I love this story. Family story. 5,000 uh, Swiss francs, I think it is. You build your own clock. And for me, during COVID, I was taking pocket watches to bits with my son and teaching him how uh, clocks worked. When I saw this, I saw photographs of this clock and I thought, oh, you know, it's just another bloody clock. When I then looked at the story and, and I met the lady that is um has done this brand and how she and it is that thing of getting people to fall in love with clock making and but George making. can we add a little important caveat that she is movie star beautiful uh no no she is abs- not absolutely not to objectify her as a woman but if she was a man her husband's actually quite handsome too but no he, no he, he's 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 the one that i've i was like oh hello and then uh but uh, when they I got say- up to receive their award yeah. it was like what is that like jennifer lawrence person doing on stage and 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 because she was speaking in french i didn't know if she was presenting the award to the guy which usually happens and then like five minutes in i turned to Fen- um fanette piaget who works at Beauvais and who is actually in the Piaget family. And I said, Fanette, why isn't she giving the award to the guy? She's like, she's the one that got the award, you idiot. <laughs> but she was, as, she was the most beautiful person that, that graced the stage that day, in my opinion. She was absolutely stunning. And, then to, and, and it, the story, like you just got to Google this, exactly what George just, like just the spelling. Because, I butchered the, the, the but name. Just and get I, the spelling I, right. But watch yeah. the promo for this watch because it will bring tears to your eyes because it, it includes their, their children in the video. And it's just, it's a great shout, George. It's. I would love to make it with my 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 children and wow. then them to say, "Hey, this is the easiest thing. It it's easy to do it." I saw photographs and I saw it on the on the uh, voting, and I was just like, "Oh, you know, it's it's a crappy clock." And then when I looked <laughs> at it, I looked at it in the thing, and I was like, "This is not a crappy clock." And then the story, I was like, "Fucking hell, I love them." Yeah, but I think it's partly because you love her and him and the family. Because that was my case. <laughs> no, before that, we voted on the story of the of the clock, yeah. and it was the packaging and everything, and it was the worst. You're but, you know, right, if you George. think about it, versus anything else, packaging is just a wooden box, but it's just how they've done it, and the story, everything is beautiful. Well, I've 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 been much less poetic and much more <laughs> pragmatic. Mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 one of my choices is either the Rolex Explorer. Of forty, or or the or, or the platinum Daytona, so that if they don't like it, they can just melt it down and sell the metal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what George would do. Uh, I'd kind of think, well, 
if if we're gonna hand down a watch, and it may as well be something that's 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 useful and and legitimately timeless. And I kind of feel like the the Daytona fits that bill. Do you know I, I, when you say that? I, I I was with a client recently, and we were chatting about this kind of legacy. And I said, "Oh, you know, this is going to be amazing. Um, you know, we're going to create your ultimate watch, and it's going to be going on to your next your children." He goes. My kids don't give a shit about watches. <laughs> and, I, and I went, what, 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 what? And, and, I, and he, he said, it, and he showed me his safe. And it's like one of the biggest safes of like watches. And he, he, it puts anyone to shame. He's got the rarest Milgausses, the rarest, all these things. And I said, so what's going to happen to your watches? And he goes, I think within about 24 hours, it's going to be liquidated into, into cash. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. And I said, but, but uh, why, why are you, uh, you know, aren't you doing it for the next generation? He said, no, he said, I, I'm doing it for me. And, and I know that they, they, they want to go and party and do whatever. So they'll sell it. I was like, Christ, okay. George, yeah, can I pick up on that? Real things. Thank you for, yeah. for leading me down this path. Opening a door for you. You've opened a very big door here. And, and I want to get a little bit serious. Oh, no. <clears throat> now, on December 7th of this year, which is going to be, Three days or two days after this episode, uh, a chap called uh, Hammer, who is a Panerai collector from Australia, uh, Hammer Down Under is his tagline. He is a uh, an Australian who suffered a terrible accident and became, I believe, a quadriplegic, or I don't know whether it's quad or para, but he basically had his life uh, turned upside down by this accident. And at that time, he uh, got deeper into watches than he had been before. And the Panaristi community rallied around him for many years and gave him a reason to live and gave him a reason to, to fight and gave him an enormous amount of support financially by by having auctions and helping him out. And he now is faced with exactly that scenario, George. He says after many years, it starts with a his if you can track down Hammer Down Under and watch this video, it will it's a tough watch because he starts by saying, I've been told in no uncertain terms that the end is here. I I'm at the end of, of my my life. I've been told it's Days not or weeks not months and days not weeks and it's gonna hit me any time but uh, this this one's over for me and he said so I had three things to do one of them was get my affairs in order the second one was say my goodbyes and the third thing was to decide what to do with my most precious asset which is my watch collection and he said after much deliberation uh, he said I knew that the watches would be divvied up between people that are in my will and I knew they wouldn't care and I knew the first thing they would do is sell them. So, fuck them all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do an auction in New York on December the 7th and I'm going to make sure that these, I'm going to approve buyers only and I'm going to make sure that these watches end up in the hands of people that love watches. So, George, you opened a door in my mind. I want to shout out uh, to Hammer Down Under he has a real name as well, but I'll leave that for you to find out. He has an incredible story. He's been an uplifting, inspiring person who has been, uh, you know, who's now a personal friend of people like Schwarzenegger and others. Uh, and he 
is having this auction in a few days if this runs on December 4. This might actually run the week after, so I guess depends when. But I just wanted to shout out to Hammer and say thank you for <laughs> when Time and Tide was, was really young. He wrote to me and said, oh, we so need this in Australia. And at that point, I suppose he figured that he, his, he might have a longer life, but he's uh, had some bad news and he faces that decision about what to do with his collection and the first thing he thought was I just want to make sure that these get into hands of people that love watches and can hear the story that I will tell them about these watches so if that if that's your kind of thing he has a very diverse range it isn't just Panerai he has Romain Gautier he has Rolex he has all kinds of beautiful things that he's collected over the years and uh, he actually you know that lady you like old watch lady we both love her account. Mm. She posted, there's been people posting about him all week saying, oh my gosh, this person is the kindest, most generous person. He gifted her a Rolex because she said, oh, all I'm lacking is is this watch. He sent it to her, no questions asked and expected nothing, did not take any payment. He's done a lot of this kind of Robin Hood stuff, this benevolent, unbelievable generosity stuff behind the scenes. He's got legions of of people that love him. So, I just wanted to make sure that with that perfect preamble, George, to say that his, this guy's kids aren't going to care about his watches, Hammer's making sure that the people who get his care. And uh, and, and that's, that's the great thing. It's it, it, the story. It, I always go to that Pulp Fiction thing of going through someone's body to go to the next kid and the kid's just like, what the hell is this? Um, you By know, the way, what I was, Hammer's watches haven't been up his ass no so. no no but what what i'm saying is <laughs> especially if it was a 47 mil panorama that would be very uncomfortable <laughs> you know we have these totem poles in our lives and think our children or the next generation are going to fall and fall in love with this totem pole and say this this reminds me of this you know my grandfather's watch i had to i had to go and find it i had to go on discovery to go and find it because someone had sold it and the thing is it only meant something to my father and me it, my my kid would probably my child yes he likes watches but he'd probably look at it and go god that that's a bashed up watch unless you told the story behind it yeah. hammer you know that's the thing is on these cars watches anything you know they oh they were driven by this uh, favorite person it's about the totem pole that follows that as well it's the story that follows that watch you think about that brightling that was found in a flea market that was the Thunderball Breitling. Mm. And only when someone did the discovery of it, did they actually go, oh my God, this is amazing. They sold it for 130 quid or something in it a happens, flea market. doesn't it? It happens. And, and that's the thing is the totem pole disappeared from that watch until someone discovered it again. And the hammer watches are going to be that. Mm -hmm. They're going to discover stuff. this. That, that was, that was an, an, an epic, epic roundup. We, um, should, we should bid people, please vote. But go on, right? Yeah. In the, this, this, this is this is your award. So, so have your say. But have have your vote. This is a democratic way of doing it. We will not persuade your vote. So uh, don't don't worry about that. <laughs> I, I will just be saying Bamford to everything. But it's fine. I didn't say Bamford to everything this time, did I? Nah, you didn't. He didn't. It's good. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks so much for subscribing. Um, you're 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 our inner circle. You're you're our you're our buddies, and we'll be seeing you so soon at uh, at our little Christmas shing shindig where we uh, go through these awards. Thanks to Darren for for fixing this up and uh, making us sound great. And uh, anything else? <laughs> That's, no, it. That's it. Thank, oh, thank see you, guys you very soon. much. Have a good see night. You. Bye. 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 Bye.